Yeah. Let's let's kick. Let's go. All right. What's up, guys? I'm Caleb Giddings. Uh, we're all three of us back. The intro to this is probably jacked up because maybe Jack's talking over it. Maybe not. I don't know. We're going to find out. And you know how we're going to find out? When I go back and listen to this after I've already posted it because editing is for cowards. Anyway, and for <laughs> when we sometimes say something that might incur vicarious liability. So that's, you know, those are situations where editing is important. Anyway, uh, this week's episode of Gun Day Brunch is sponsored by Taurus USA and Guns.com. Taurus USA, maker of fine firearms for law-abiding American citizens and citizens of the world. If your country allows you to own a gun, did you know we sell guns in Brazil and Argentina and Chile, like a lot of South America uh, but also South Africa. Our M4 is very popular in South Africa, which tells me one thing. Our M4's got bodies on it. Moving on, our second sponsor <laughs> is Guns.com. Guns.com, a place where you can buy guns online and also read and watch informative content about firearms. All right. So uh, it's been a, another hot minute since we've been in the studio because we, again, have jobs and we're busy. Um, I did a 12-minute piece where I talked in one unbroken thought about shotguns a couple of weeks ago that was fun uh, but it's good for everybody good for everyone to be back and this week we are talking about a popular topic that never really seems to go away right like it's all there's a couple of things that people are always and forever talking about and that thing today is weapon mounted lights close your eyes if you have flash sensitivities so moments Lumens, Candela, all of those things throw. And Jack, you wanted to talk about Odds this because that someone pops into the comments and being like, "You pointed the gun at us." Don't point this. Yeah, that's a safe direction because I'm more than willing to point guns at things. Like my laptop is not something that I'm not willing to destroy. Okay, so yeah, I've, I've got it. I've got an insured iPhone and a monitor that's not hooked up to anything. It's fine. <laughs> so, Jack, you wanted to talk about this because you read something on the internet that someone uh, said that... literally right before I hopped in here. Um, the question started a, a conversation about spare magazines, which we've talked about before. People know my opinion on you make your own decision about how much spare ammunition you want to have with you. Um, however, someone had then tied it into carrying a weapon mounted light and whether or not that was necessary or so forth. And then people started to quote things that they read in a case study or, well, I heard a thing, I saw a thing, I read a thing, and it said, without question, blah. Whatever your end result No, it didn't. That wasn't a case there. study then. <laughs> let's start there. Case studies are things put together by subject matter experts that are then taken in front of boards of other subject matter experts where they review it, question it, they fight a little bit about it, and then they come back and go, this is the best evidence we have right now. That's mm -hmm. what it takes to get there. That's what a case study is. Short of you being in a very few select law enforcement agencies, you've not written a case study. You've written an opinion. And mm -hmm. anyone can write an opinion. This is the internet. I'm writing an opinion right now with my voice. And that's so all many, this is. I have so many opinions, and lots of them are dumb. Right. <laughs> so uh, let's start there. Most of us just have opinions, or we followed somebody else's opinions. Now, some opinions are worth more. Some opinions are worth less. And here's the thing. You can have an opinion that's worth a ton on one topic. I, I My opinion 
on street level interactional violence between aggressors and normal people, I promise you is an expert. My opinion on long range shooting at best is send it and we'll see what happens. What's my holdover for this? 16.35 mils. I don't know what a mill is. Uh, I'm a howitzer at best. It's, it's so it's you far can... away. Yeet. <laughs> so indeed. If we are talking about like, well, I I really respect the person that said this. That doesn't mean that they're they're not smart or anything like that. It's just saying that this might not be a subject matter that they put a lot of thought into past what they initially decided. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm gonna tell you guys. Um weapon mounted lights. No one shoots as good one-handed as they do two-handed. Correct. And that I is have... that's one area. So I'm actually so I'm not a big like everyone has to carry a weapon-mounted light guy. But the one not, area that I'm I will either, always but... agree with people on is, and I have the data to back this up because I've shot every single drip. Like take any. High performance pistol drill you can think of the fast drill, the Gib White standards, the the MSP standards. I've shot all of those drills with two hands on the gun. I shot them strong hand only, and I shot them weak hand only. Why did I do that? To figure out how much to be able to quantify the performance loss one to the other. And without a there, there is no there is no questionable. It, it, there's no question. You shoot better with two hands on the gun. I don't care that it's called a handgun. You shoot it better when it's a hands gun. Okay, that's that's that. If you even take a look at some of the best shooters in the world, uh, the Federal Air Marshals, they were developing ways to shoot both hands on the gun only using a handheld light. Mm-hmm. The, the Graham combat rings and that methodology of shooting was because you shot better with both hands on the gun. Mm-hmm. And their standards for force on force and why you might not need a low light source in in a environment are pretty smart they actually have case studies on these things oh boy here we go they <laughs> like, put so, a lot of science into this yeah so when we look at that you need a handheld light there are plenty of things in the world that need illumination before we make decisions that do not and should not involve a firearm if i walk up and see someone standing next to my truck I'm probably just going to shine a handheld flashlight at them. And most likely, they're some form of nefarious person or just some normal dude who got confused and they'll scurry away and it's no problem. I'm not some idiot waving a handgun around. I'm not saying the handheld light doesn't have a place. I am saying that when it becomes time for the gun to come out, that handheld light is going away. You're going to end up trying to grab onto your pistol you're going to end up throwing it you might I'll, I'll say this you might but the shots will be more accurate they will be faster and we will be more quick to reach the desired end goal if we have both hands on the gun when we're shooting so identify look around check things absolutely a hand up once we start shooting we're going to want to hold on to that gun with both hands but Jack, we decided to start shooting. Why would we need a light on the gun? Well, for starters, if he's in a dark place, I want to know not only where he is, but what's behind and around him. 
Wait, are you saying that you should know your target and what's beyond it? Hey! Like, you know, if, if there's an orphanage behind him, maybe I don't want to start popping off here. But we need that information. And other times, people do things like drop firearms, become no longer a legal threat, lift their hands up. And the amount of time that it takes you to process and understand that in the dark without additional lighting sucks. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I, and here's the thing, man, if I could draw that pistol and every time my pistol came out, I love the master fire system that Surefire had. I wish, I oh, wish they would figure out. Light a, yeah. Came on. yeah. I wish we could figure out a way to have that on like every light because I would like the light to come on when it comes out. You know, I think we're actually we're getting there because if you look at technologies that they've linked into like the body camera systems, right? For the VA, the Department of Veterans Affairs Police Department now has holsters that activate their body cam when the gun comes out of it, right? Mm-hmm. So if that technology is out there and extant, I don't think there's any reason we can't make this work with weapon mounted lights and soon laser aiming devices and you know, basically the judge dread gun is what I'm saying. Yeah. I want yeah. I want the judge and, dread and- gun. Look! Look at shake awake tech in uh, red dots too. Look at shake weights. Oh, yeah. What shake weights? Shake weights. Yes. Look at shake weights. You do that so well, Caleb. So, if your but, argument yeah. is if your argument is don't point guns at things you're not willing to destroy, I agree. However, mm-hmm. I can point a gun in a number of safe directions, be it down, be it up, be it into a clear backstop, and use the illumination of a modern handgun light. And know what's generally in a big area. Mm-hmm. So you can use them safely. So what is the argument when it comes down to it of like, okay, well, what's the argument against them? They're bulky, they're expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, not all of them are equal. Uh, I I promise you they're your $130 light is not the same as the $300 surefire or mod light or any of those lights out there those lights are far better for the situations i gotta um, say Streamlight though was doing a really good job and keeping it at a pretty good price point like it's hard to hate Streamlight's playing strong i i have um i haven't used a tlr1 in a very long time i would be curious as to where they are now um they were my first handgun light and i have actually like had a successful like save with the light, which is the thing that I, I I don't think people understand. I don't want the light on the gun to kill. I want the light on the gun to save. I, right, want, I want it so I, I don't make a bad shooting decision. Right. If I could have... I, if I need more information, that light gives it to me. In environments, you don't get it. If I could have a pair of glasses that I wore that gave me like night vision, thermal vision, all the overlay, that'd be really cool. I could be Batman and I wouldn't need a handheld light or a weapon mounted light. But that's not the life we live in. Now, I will say the neat thing about some of these budget lights, like the O-Light especially, is you can use it as a grenade if you end up in a situation where you want to uh, do... Have I, I really I really want to meet the guy over there that was like, you know what's better than regulated electronics? Saving like $11 on the price of this light and going with unregulated electronics. That way, it explode. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't just overheat. It overheats 
and explodes because i will say my surefire uh stiletto pro has overheated it's gotten real hot like i was sitting and like i hit one of the activation buttons i'm like why am my pocket so hot oh stiletto on off off off, off. yeah <laughs> yeah my my string light my uh, little wedge has done the same thing it's been in there and all of a sudden it's like why do i smell ham and then you're like ah, ouch pockets <laughs> warm. so i will play a little explode. bit I'll play a little bit of Devil's Avocado on the weapon-mounted light thing. And it's not that I don't think that you should have a weapon-mounted light. I, I do. You know, the gun – the frick. This gun is not that difficult to carry. This is the Taurus G3 Tactical. I got a Streamlight TLR-1 on here. I got a, a an SRO on here. I have another one that has an optic that's more suited for concealed carry. And carrying a gun with a weapon-mounted light is not an – an, an, an extremely difficult task, right? The Filster floodlight exists. There, I've solved your problem. Um, I think that uh, I, I'm just, I'm never going to be on the necessity side of it, but I think that it's one of those things where if you can do it, you should, right? I'm, I, I'm not going to say you have to have a weapon-mounted light, but I am going to say if you can support a weapon-mounted light, you should support a weapon-mounted light. And the... Uh, one place where I am absolutely adamant and like will not broach, will, will not, uh, will not even entertain contrarian opinions on this is for home defense because a home defense gun, whether it's a pistol or a long gun needs a white light on it. So you can see what the you're about to shoot at. And if you don't know how to use indirect illumination to see things before you shoot at them, that is a skill issue. But I'll, I'll give you a clue. Most houses have white walls, and if you point the light up at a forty-five degree angle and turn it on in a dark room, it lights up the whole fucking room. Everything. And if your light, and if yep. your light isn't bright enough to do that, you get another light. Like oh, oh, and if you're downstairs, so you don't want to point upstairs where your family might be, you can just point it down towards the lower third of the wall. And it'll do the same thing. Yeah, yep. it works really, really great. So that and that is the, the thing too is houses. You know, you, you talk about like changing lighting situations. Houses have changing lighting situations in them from room to room. Right now, I have a Christmas tree up in my living room, and my bedroom is perfectly dark. If I walk from my hallway into the living room i now have to deal with the fact that i am looking straight into the light and what i would like to do is that means that somebody in if there's someone in my living room they are backlit to me because i'm coming from a dark area into it's not super bright but i'm coming into a lit up area but i they're going to be backlit which means i'm not necessarily going to be able to pid them oh look mr mr streamlight says oh hi hey did I leave my front door unlocked? Is my neighbor hammered? Why are you in my house, homie? My neighbor is not the sort of person who would get hammered and come into my house. And he does occasionally listen to this. So I'm not I'm not talking about you. But, <laughs> uh, but no, this but gives in, me the... In that, in that same vein, my house gets pitch black at night. Like I am in a no exterior illumination type living situation. My house gets dark. And I don't have easy access to interior illumination, especially in my bedroom. All the switches aren't at my bed. Weird. So being able to produce light from where I'm at by just picking up my gun 
when there's a problem, very, very important there. So the 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 light on the home defense gun is a no-brainer. That is a must-have. The light on the carry gun, if I'm comparing the two situations, my environment is always darker at home than it is out in public spaces. Because public spaces are better lit because they're public spaces. So, Some public spaces. I was at yeah, a rest stop one all. time. I will I will say this. It is not my goal to get you to make the decision to carry a weapon-mounted light. Uh, all three of my carry guns are in front of me, and currently none of them have weapon-mounted light on them. Um, it is... Is one of them I, that 44 Magnum Taurus I sent you? Because I really... I can't put a weapon-mounted light on that, though. I, I have tried to figure out... I guess I could tape one hose, to the barrel. Hose clamps, baby. Hose clamps and duct oh, tape. Oh, just an old style. Um mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'll tape it to where it's like up at like the the two o'clock, so it's a little real hot solo hours. Um, <laughs> put a I, put a six hundred scout up there with the clicky. Yeah, Hell um, yeah. it is my goal not to change that, but to change how we talk to people when people say things like, "Hey, I'd like what's your opinion on carrying a weapon mounted light?" Your first question shouldn't be, "Well, I don't see a need in it for civilians." Stop. Ask them, do you spend a lot of time out at night? Do you live in a dark environment? Are you visiting gas stations that aren't very well lit? You might want to consider one. Oh, you work nine to five in Miami, and after six o'clock, you never leave your house? Yeah, you could probably get away with not having one of those. Well, oh, you work from home and you haven't worn pants in six months? Well, one, you should probably wear some pants. And two, <laughs> you'd probably get away with not having a weapon about life. And also maybe take a shower. Like, yeah. I feel like <laughs> if you're not wearing pants for six months, you're also probably not bathing regularly. Or, and you need to shower at least every other day. Dog! When, Dog! When, we, when people ask us for our opinions, we should ask them for more information. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a context. Dirty... Context. What is that? But and that's a that's an important something thing because... someone does not use very often, right? And it's like so. I just got done. I was teaching you know the revolver roundup at gunsight, and I understand that it's a very niche course full of people who are enthusiasts of a niche weapon system, and there's limb facts and all this other stuff, which is why. I'm never going to – I'm not going to get up in the morning and be like, everybody should ditch their Glock 19s and their Taurus G3s for a uh, 38 Special. That's silliness. That's, that's ah, ludicrous. You didn't say M&P. I'm safe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said I'm not going to say that. You should ditch your M&P for it because ah, – Is that the new metal one? Yeah. Is it cool? Dude, dude I can't I can't quit metal guns. I love them. Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. Um, no, but like – and that's the thing, I right? Just, like, look – I think that if you've got, if you, again, this, this, it, 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 for some people will never be smart enough or proficient enough as shooters or self-defense practitioners to understand what is actually situationally viable for them. That's, that's, that's the truth hurts, but it's also true. When when we throw out little uh, colloquialisms like, oh, mission drives gear. What are you using it for? Things like those aren't set in a vacuum. It's because okay. you need context. Well, everybody starts to build. Where did system. that thumbs up bubble? Co- did that show up on anyone else's screen but mine? No. Wait, did, did you made a gesture, Keith, and then a thumbs up popped up on your screen, like a cartoon bubble thumbs up? And I, there right. it goes again. 
Neat. I, I wonder if it. Okay, sorry. I, did, I we, didn't know Zoom could do this. Guys, I bet you allow us to show our ADHD for just a moment. Here. I bet you it's a it's an iPhone specific thing because I'm I do this off my computer and there's no Same. way my computer has a, a recognition for that. So anyway, uh, I, I really think that if you can, and so I did a class a few years ago, a low light class with uh, Rustin, and we did a a, a shoot move communicate setup where everyone had you know everyone else had weapon mounted lights i had a seven shot revolver and i was shooting strong hand only right now i could e now i can place strong i can place my hit strong hand only just as accurately as these guys with weapon mounted lights on their stack of toes and whatever but they could do a lot faster than i could like you know if i had two hands on the gun and it was daytime even stevens i did have to reload a lot more but the advantages that i saw from having a weapon mounted light on your gun when you're doing something complex like shooting and moving or shooting and moving and trying to communicate with somebody else. And there's other things too that where white lights are useful. For example, actually identifying threats. The candela on modern weapon mounted lights, let's say that me and Jack get into a, an extremely statistically unlikely shooting where the two of us are both armed and we're being attacked by multiple assailants. You can use your light and if he lights somebody up, I'm like, oh, I don't need to shoot at that guy because Jack is shooting at him. And I can go shoot at the other guy. There's a lot lights of... Lights communication. Yeah, you can use lights Or if one of those guys post-shooting has dropped his gun and surrendered, I can now use my light to say things like, I've got, I'm watching him. Yeah. And I'm like, cool, cool, hang on one second. <clears throat> Anchor shot. And then move on. Um, that's murder. No murders, guys. None. None the For the attorneys who may or may not be watching this, this is what we call a funny. Yes. Uh, we know Bronca doesn't watch this anyways. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, I want to I put a bow on this, and I think we'll get last thoughts from everybody. For me, my last thought is if you, if you, if you can carry a weapon-mounted light, you should. There are lots of good options on weapon-mounted lights, especially in this day and age, that don't unduly affect concealability i don't think it's mandatory i do think that a handheld light is mandatory that's my my final thoughts on this one i will i will uh echo caleb here uh for the most part and say uh handheld a handheld light is absolutely you should be carrying one you should have a good handheld utility light you're going to use it ten thousand times more than your weapon mounted light um and if you can, it's a value add with very little bad to it. A weapon-mounted light gives you a lot of things you can do that you can't otherwise, and it doesn't cost you much. It costs you a little bit of a little bit of space. I won't even say weight; they don't weigh anything for the most mm. part. Um, it costs you a little bit of extra space, a little more hunting for a holster that's compatible. Um, one of the but great not that much hunting for the holster anymore. Yeah. Hang on. Like again, if you have a little, an X300 TLR one, you're all set. And then I know he doesn't like it when I say this because technically it's not made for these. But the uh, the Henry holsters uh, spark for the TLR seven and the TLR seven was the light I was just going to bring up. Like if yeah. you aren't going to throw a TLR one or an X300 on something. Throw the TLR7. That doesn't add any bulk to any of the guns it fits. So I can't it fits find it. Right it's... under fits right under the dust cover of all of them. And it, okay. it there's a lot of good compatible holsters for it. 
Well, and that's the thing too, is the Henry holsters, uh, they make the, their spark holster, right? And the model that they make that is designed to fit a, here it is. This is designed to fit an FN509 compact and a TLR7. I have discovered Perfect. that this is almost a floodlight in terms of its usability. Like this, I've put TLR7s on like five different guns and jammed them in here. And Adam, and Adam says, or Andrew, sorry, says, don't do that because it's not designed for the gun. And, da, 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 da. and I'm like, bro, it clicks in with retention and my buyers don't care. This is a freaking great holster. So, and yes, technically, whatever. But anyway, so yeah. Pretty easy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna hold back on things that I think are are, are technical, like flim flammery, um, because I I have beliefs about what lights are better and so forth and so on, and that's that's just nerd sure. talk. However, what I want you to consider is the next time someone asks you a question, before you give the blanket answer that you already think is correct, ask them about their life and where they intend to use and carry this equipment. Mm -hmm. And you might find yourself suddenly needing to give a different answer. Yeah, that's a good, that is a very good uh, point from Jack. And we will go ahead and end on that point, guys. I want to thank everybody for liking, sharing, subscribing, uh, for watching this. It's good to be back. We're going to have a couple more new episodes this year before we roll into 2024. Good news. The title sponsors of the show have both renewed because one of them is me. So, uh, it was 50% of the equation. Ah! Hooray! Uh, so anyway, we'll be back next year with more episodes. We'll be back next week with more episodes too. We're not like taking the rest of the year off. Uh, but that is it for now. Thank you, everyone. And we will uh we'll, uh fucking well, now we'll we can't. you told everybody. I know, right? It's like <laughs> we can't just we can't just quit. Wouldn't it be weird though if I just like cut the 